0: yeah, hey, what's going on everybody welcome to this 35th episode of the reluctant vegan some podcast on this episode i'm joined by the amazing nikki nared and as we talk about uh we went to a workshop this weekend on eliminating white racism and we talk about how there's been so much fucking snow in new york and she's been so prepared and Alaska and so she teaches me how to do it and we talk about how to cook vegan for your gathering the Super Bowl just happened congratulations to the Bucks on winning and hope you enjoy the show before quarantine I was on spring break in Myrtle Beach South Carolina I was drinking I was smoking don't catch me FBI I was living life I thought I had a great time I was eating a shit ton of fast food quarantine hit I came home my family is vegan I became the reluctant vegan son This is my podcast talking with my friends and family about food, veganism, all types of things, whatever the fuck comes up, and I love it. So hit the music. What's up, everybody, and welcome to this 35th episode of the Reluctant Vegan Sun podcast. I am, wow. yeah, yeah, thirty-five. Uh, wow! Oh my god! I know. I'm here with Nikki. Yes. Uh, and we're on Zoom again, which is crazy because we spent the entire weekend on Zoom at a workshop. But
1: you know, <laughs>
0: that is true. We, we want to put this what out. Workshop we were on or no? I mean, we can if you if you want to. I I wasn't planning to. I mean, we were just on Zoom a while, so we're doing this for you guys and for us. We enjoy talking to each other and sharing our ideas with people, and so. Uh yeah, uh, today is the Super Bowl and this will come out tomorrow. So we're f- we're recording this on the Super Bowl. I am in Super Bowl Sunday and it'll come out on Monday. So we're not going to tell you what to make for your Super Bowl. But we're <laughs> going to tell you I me in particular on this episode. I live in a house with six other people and we're having a few people over our pod. We have a pod of like 10, 11 people. I mean, we we already have seven people in the house. So when you think about it, it's only four more people coming. It's not like we have uh, it's three people living here, and we invite twenty people. It's very different. Right. I think it's I, I think it's very different.
1: I think you guys figured something out that works for you all, and you're being as safe as you can be, and still having a life, and you know, being a college senior with a group of people that you like. Exactly. Exactly. I'm so mad at you.
0: So yeah, but I'm the only person vegan here, and we were listening out ideas of what people were saying what they wanted to make, mm. and most of it. of it was not vegan okay you can say what you want my thing is going to cook in an oven with a pork (laughs) (laughs) on one side of the oven's going to be pulled pork or what's going to become pulled pork and the other side's going to be my vegan food so we're going to tell you it's possible to do this thing with other people who are not vegan and I think my friends think well about me too They try to, and they're
1: They're definitely offering ways in which you could stay vegan and true to yourself and still enjoy whatever it is they're enjoying. Exactly. Remember when you threw some tofu in a fryer to make your fried tofu when they were doing fried chicken, right?
0: Yeah. Miles said that last
1: uh, semester for me.
0: So we're going to talk about how your next, uh, beautiful family or gathering or friend gathering could be, have possibly vegan items, what you can bring and how to talk to your friends. Maybe this will have a vegan flavor and we'll get into what we want. But before that, What's new and good?
1: Uh, well, we did this workshop and it was ending racism and it was for our affinity, affinity group of white people, just because I think the one thing when you're working on racism is that you have to make sure that where you're working on your racist patterns and you can't be brought up in this country without having all of those visuals and racist tropes coming in at you, that you're not making the people of color in your life have have to take care of you or have to make you feel better or have to somehow tell you what the right and wrong thing to do is. So we did a full weekend workshop on ending racism for uh, white people. Nikki, I have a question for you.
0: Yes. How can you end racism if you're not talking to any people of color? (laughs) How is that possible? That is such a good question. Thank you, caller. I think that was Evan on line two.
1: <laughs> Do you have an answer for that one? Oh, it's yeah. my turn to go? Oh, well, this was
0: to. your new idea. I mean, I could explain that. I mean, the patterns in this country, it's part of the things that are hard, that people find hard, and this is not the blame of any, I mean, it's kind of the blame of white people in general. Uh, white people can't think well, about black people or treat them well. This is my opinion on this matter. And it's different than I think the theory that you could talk about.
1: You could add on to this. Well I mean well, you know so racism has been around they said 600 years right since the 1400s there was actually some yeah. kind of policy or treaty or something put in play in order to be able to exploit a group of people especially when they were heading off to Africa in order to either exploit the land or exploit the people's bodies themselves so it it was put in place 600 years ago so we do have to believe that we can actually get rid of it too I think part mm-hmm. of the reason why people don't like to think about ending racism. And I use the word ending is that they're so discouraged. They don't think that there's a possibility for that to happen. I think there's a possibility. And unless you see it very clearly, you won't know the steps to take and what feelings you need to bring up and what thoughts you have to have in order to move in that direction. So if you're discouraged about it, then you will have discouraging thoughts that will bring on discouraging feelings and you won't do anything because you won't feel like you could do anything. But if you could see it and see it Clearly, then you will know what you need to muster up in order to keep moving in that direction. I agree, but that doesn't explain why we talk only to white people. Ah,
0: I'm trying. So, so um, uh, these tendencies and things you don't want these thoughts happen, and and you're holding them down. These thoughts happen because you live in America and you're brought up in this racist society. I mean, if you look on the news, you look at what's pain. You look at the news. And you see people of color walking across the screen in change or something you're going to be like, oh shit, that's a bad person. If you see anybody in change, you're going to be a bad person. And the majority of people they put on television shit are people of color. And it's about the way the media portrays things because you believe what you read. I mean, if you look at it now, people believe the information that they read or that they read and they want to believe. You, you believe what you want to believe, actually. You don't believe. Nowadays, there's so much misinformation around. I mean, there's always misinformation,
1: but well, people I mean- are. If it's what you want to believe or what you have practiced believing. So if those are the images that have come in over and over again, your mind gets used to believing that thing. So if you interrupt that, you have to decide that there is something that needs to be interrupted, bringing it up to the surface and then challenging everything that you were brought up thinking. That's hard. The thoughts of your parents, the thoughts of your family, the thoughts of your community, it takes a lot. It's uncomfortable to actually Mm -hmm. push against that.
0: And that's why people find their safe spaces. As you can see, news in America has become so divided or people's Mm -hmm. opinion in news. People on and this is I'm more talking politically, but this is also anything in general where you get your news from and what you do is gonna think of how you think and people don't wanna challenge that. And it's what you choose to believe in because you could choose to believe in con- these conspiracy theories or what I believe as conspiracy theories. I think most people believe they're conspiracy theories but obviously a certain group of people choose to believe in that and don't think that they're conspiracy theories.
1: They think they're facts. It They've depends on what a been- the conspiracy theory is because a lot of things are actually done in order to keep certain people in power. They are done in order to keep certain people with enough resource and other people without. Are those conspiracies? possibly no but i think that some of i don't think okay
0: I, I i understand what you're saying i just think that with i think that the systems that are in place i guess it's a good question uh you're saying that people that people do things to stay in power and that's conspiracy theory i think that it depends on what you're I agree with what you're saying about it. it depends on the definition of a conspiracy theory. I'm kind of mumbling my words right now. Holy shit. Uh, but <laughs>
1: what's your definition of conspiracy theory?
0: I mean, a conspiracy theory. What is the definition of a conspiracy theory? Uh, you should look that up because Google will definitely be happy to tell you. Because the definition of conspiracy theory uh, is that Isn't a belief that, that some covert you? but influ- influential event organization is responsible for a circumstance or or event.
1: I think that's probably true in general, though. I don't think conspiracy theories are that untrue if you put in play how racism and capitalism is trying to keep certain things continuing. So there is a conspiracy theory based on that definition actually at play. So are you saying
0: that a conspiracy theory, what people tend to think of as conspiracy theories are just ideas that people are colliding, colluding against you that the majority of people don't agree with? It's like the uh, that's
1: an interesting thing. So they're not agreeing with it. So if you can get enough people to agree with the idea that this is actually at play, that it wouldn't be a conspiracy theory anymore. Interesting. I mean,
0: isn't that what we do? I mean, you could say anything. Is it a conspiracy theory? Let's say, what was a, let's say, um, uh, did people think, uh, Watergate was a conspiracy theory at first? They probably did. Right. I have no idea. I wasn't alive then. So, <laughs> I mean, and, and you we're have journalists. That, I was
1: barely alive then, or at least I was barely conscious.
0: Oh, uh, that's true. I, I, I tend to forget that the 70s were like, was it the 70s?
1: It was probably the 70s. And I was really young. I was born in yeah. 65. So even though I always look really old to you, I still, there was a time where I was not. Well, it's hard to believe conscious. that 70 was 1970 was 50 years ago. Right. You just right, find right. that incredible. Yeah.
0: I mean, we're up to Super Bowl 50 five today i think or 54 wow Uh, my whole life has had a
1: super bowl in it
0: yeah okay no it was not super bowl it was super yeah super bowl 55
1: wow right and you think about it you're like
0: oh shit that's a lot but that's because there hasn't been super Bowls my entire life and it's just such a small part of human history right 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 right
1: i guess that's true i guess super bowl 55 was yesterday
0: Mm. (laughs) it's confusing i need to get my uh (laughs) that's
1: because this episode is going to be released on a monday yeah after the super bowl after the super bowl okay. but yeah going
0: back to conspiracy theories like what was the? what was the i feel like there were some popular conspiracy theories like that happened like they like is is let's talk about like the nine america somehow did 9-11 people believe that people some people believe the holocaust don't exist like, what do you consider those conspiracy theories do you think that
1: I think they were conspiracy theories until somebody actually decided that there was something that happened or there was something more visible. So, so it, it was, there was somebody who was plotting, you know, against whatever the democratic function of our nation is or, yeah. yeah. So, so, so what I'm saying is when does a conspiracy theory
0: come into popular thought, because at that point, nobody's going to say it's a conspiracy theory. That's what I'm saying with the majority of people believing in it just it's not a conspiracy theory when the majority of people i think when a minority of people believe in it it ends up becoming conspiracy theory
1: interesting yeah anyway
0: true. yeah yeah, we were talking about why white people talk to white people and eliminating racism (laughs) so we'll go back to that i i should do more research into what a conspiracy theory is and if you guys know what the fuck makes it a conspiracy theory well please illuminate me i'm always willing to listen but nobody wants to hear uh no no people of color or I shouldn't say no people of color. Maybe some people of color want to hear this. Bad to use, definitive. But they, when white they people- have to hear they it. They shouldn't so, have to, exactly. So
1: if if somebody, if you're friends, and I think it's really important that you actually make big efforts to keep mm-hmm. people of different cultures in your life because it's hard. Things have really been set up to keep us as separated as possible. So if you take stock in your life and you look at who maybe you were friends with as a young person, and then as you get older, you'll notice that probably most people are very similar to you, whether it be similar class, whether it be similar race, whether it be uh, similar religion and so on. So you have to take stock and see if you've got people who are of different constituencies than you. And if you don't, then you've got to really figure out how to get as close to as many people as possible, just so you can get perspective and keep perspective. You also have two things in common with every person you meet,
0: at least one, you're human 2 you're somehow in that same place meeting each other. Oh, something so- brought them there i like that yeah like why why are you here i don't know i mean you you're both there
1: so you have that someone moment. in common
0: at that moment at that moment you're in the same place
1: yeah so- but you can also have small little interactions too so when i talk about relationships they're not necessarily relationships that are of the deep and consistent and weekly and and with each other in a certain amount of time, you could have a five minute relationship. Mm-hmm. Just go and talk to somebody and get to know something specific and particular about them. So anyways,
0: when white people who are brought up in this racist society, because we believe that everybody's a good person, every single person. That's the main thing that we believe. Horn uh, good. You look at a baby. Or good. Foreign yeah.
1: good. Yeah. Their essence uh, is good. They don't have to do a thing. Mm-hmm. They can poop and, and spit up and you're going to still like think they're the most adorable thing in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, the person cleaning, like most people think that because they don't have to clean after the baby. Uh, The parents probably are cleaning the dirty diaper. I mean, what were you thinking when you were cleaning dirty diapers? You're like, oh, fuck, why'd you do this?
1: No, I was like, you're so cute. Oh, my God, look at you. And then we would play on that changing table. You were so adorable, Adam. Why would I bring this topic up? (laughs) Why would I do this to myself? I'm going to let your future partner listen to this and then know. Why, why did I, why did I do
0: this? Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why, so that shit that you get brought up and every person is born good. And then the shit that enters your brain and you want to just get rid of that shit. You want to discharge that shit. And a, a person of color should not have to listen to that shit. And it gets confusing because another thing that happens with people who are different, and this is no fault of anybody, I feel like, is you get more conscious of what you say and what you do. Hmm. And you're not going to be Explain able to discharge all the shit. You're not going to be, I mean, you have to watch yourself and what you do for good reason. Of course, for good reason, you have to watch the shit you say, and you have to watch the shit you do, because there are lots of terrible things you could say. And lots of things that people hurt a lot uh, would make people hurt. And you shouldn't I mean say why you things. need to
1: watch it. Cause there's some people who feel like they want to be able to say anything they want. and
0: because I, of, really does I, mean, I guess, I guess you can do whatever you want, but it's more about how you're hurting the other person because there are things you say that'll hurt people which is might not have anything to do with you i mean it probably has nothing to do with you in the first place no matter how you hurt a person somehow that happened where they found out that it hurt them does it make sense like something in their mind something you said hurt them and you should be conscious of that because you're not trying to hurt people i think right. people and and you get worried about and people get worried about that so that shit in your head i mean you might not be able to get all the shit out if you talk if you're doing if you're talking to somebody different than you, but that doesn't mean you also shouldn't go for those great relationships. Um, uh, with people who are very different than you too. Those are the relationships to go for. Those are people to think of. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, I completely
1: agree with you. I, I, I think it's also an interesting thing when people tell me like they can't stand the PC stuff and they hate being so careful. It's like, well, why do you hate being careful? Like, let's be really careful of each other. It's not that we won't make mistakes. Let other people tell us we've made a mistake. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean we need to be defensive about it. Like we yeah. can't be politically correct to really be sensitive to what somebody else is sensitive to themselves. It's like my honor to do that. That, that seems so like human and to really want somebody else to feel okay. Not that you can make them feel okay or can't make them feel okay. But if you don't know somebody else's struggle and something's upsetting to them, then apologize for it or try to do it better. Like all we can do is evolve. That's what also, we yeah, have yeah. Been doing as humans is and evolving. That person
0: that doesn't want to be PC. You don't have to be PC. Just be prepared for however a person reacts. You might not have that person anymore. You might, sub- I mean, yeah. You might not have that person anymore you might say something that really pisses somebody off and they'll be mad at you for a while or something might happen that's your choice to say that i mean it's, you be conscious you have your freedom of speech they have their freedom of reaction or speech to say whatever they want to you as well so
1: right with you that's what, what's your new and good that's that
0: uh my new and good. that was deep we talked about that, that for was, a minute
1: <laughs> do you want to go back to that look how i went right off that
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh no i was just trying to think uh say no, I said what I said. And if anybody has a problem with it, then you have a problem with it. That's what we're saying. We're being ourselves and we're saying shit that we believe in. And we can explain more to you if you want to. Uh, but my knowing good is, well, I'm excited. Well, we actually made a big, there's been so much snow here in New York. Uh, it's snowing right now, actually. Uh, I'm upstate in New Paltz. We got a foot to like 18 inches on Monday. I'm not sure how much was in the city.
1: About the uh, same.
0: Yeah. And there's been so much snow. And it's actually pretty nice, uh, especially in New because there's not so many people out and about. It's a lot quieter. Mm. And snow in New York, the snow gets dirty in half a day. Even less. I think it comes down and it's dirty. hmm And in New Paltz, we have like a yard. We had like our yard. There are places to be. And it was nice. And so we made a nice big loo. Uh, it was kind of like uh, a big glue Yeah, it was, I mean, it was just a little house in the in the snow. We dug it out. Uh, we didn't put blocks down, but we dug it out. And then we hung out there at night and it was fun. You hung out gonna... in an
1: igloo? Did you say oh, big glue? Yeah, we
0: call it a big because it's, well, to us, it's big. I don't know how big an igloo. It's probably smaller than like an actual igloo.
1: Did you see any igloos when you were in Alaska? I didn't see any. This might be very in like ignorant of me. No, I don't think it's ignorant. I think that there were probably places in the Arctic where Alaskan mm -hmm. natives were making igloos. And I think it's a a very interesting and wonderful design, especially with the ice and the weather and the cold. So, but I didn't see any.
0: No. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, we fit about seven. No, we fit more than that. It was pretty cramped, but we fit probably like 10, 11 people in our igloo. And just hung out for a while. Do you have
1: pictures of that? That's fantastic.
0: Uh, No, not really. But there were two hours. We had some lights. Not particularly. I don't really have good snow stuff. Mm -hmm. You're now the expert on uh, bundling up.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so good at layering and being warm. I feel Mm -hmm. like I have learned a whole new skill.
0: See, I'm not. I'm looking at what I have hanging up right now. I have three sweaters and one jacket that's not waterproof.
1: (laughs) I'll be great snow snow clothing you definitely need a pair of snow pants a couple of thermals I don't have snow feet. pants I have some thermals I have thermal I, I have like athletic thermals do you have a good pair of
0: boots uh no I couldn't find my Tim's at home we're in New <laughs> York I gotta get Tim's anybody who does not have Tim's you gotta get Tim's Tim's are the way to go they are, Where are everyday your they're in a closet somewhere
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> not helpful with 18 inches of snow in a big room
0: yeah but you know I mean, what's the was going to do anyways without snow pants? What's my boots going to do without snow pants? My foot is going to sink through 18 inches of snow. My leg is going to be Right, but your feet won't be cold. Yeah, my feet aren't too bad. I mean, okay. yeah, but we had lights running and we had
1: uh, music going and it was fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like yeah. you guys have really utilized the weather and being together and this pandemic really beautifully. Are mm-hmm. you feeling pretty close to everybody? No, yeah, it's great. It took like an afternoon to do. Uh, we're watching like, yeah.
0: Now it's winter time. we watch. We picked a show to watch together. We're watching Peaky Blinders, and that's pretty good too. I liked it a lot. It's wow. about uh gangs in Birmingham and like in between World War One and World War Two. I think
1: that's interesting. So, mm. I watched a episodes of Peaky Blinders.
0: I liked it. Yeah, it's it's intense. It's it's not the most action packed thing, but I love the intensity. I'm really focused on this. So it's BBC stuff. That stuff is not action
1: packed. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Low action. hmm Yeah. But it's very but intense. Yeah, but deep. That's pretty cool, Adam. I can't believe you made a big blue. That's like so impressive. Yeah, I am I did a bit of work on it. Uh, Are you saying other people did a lot more work than you wanted? They
0: did a little bit more. And it's you and had a benefit? touch. A touch more. Huh. But no, it was fun to hang out and I did a little bit of work. I'm not good at working like that. Well, I'm not used to that. I can't say I'm not good at it. I probably could do it if I put my mind to it. I'm just like,
1: do I need to spend my afternoon shoveling snow? (laughs) If you want to stay in a big glue, maybe. So somebody really wanted that big glue. That is true. That is true. Who wanted the big glue the most? A
0: few of my housemates. Uh, Yeah, Tyler and Phil and Zach did the most work. And I did a tad of work. They did a really (laughs) good job, though. It was really nice. And somebody
1: ran some lights and shit. I can't believe uh, you don't have a picture of it. There's got to be one of you that has a picture of it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we do. People took videos. I don't know if they saved put it up. Though. I definitely want to see it. I don't know. Let me
0: see. Uh, I don't have anything in my notes. I do have the picture of me meditating in the snow, but uh, oh. uh, that was cool.
1: You were sitting out in the snow with no snow pants and no boots.
0: Yeah, I was just meditating there. It was a photo shoot for Instagram.
1: <laughs> I meditated <laughs> you earlier. I was just sitting
0: in the snow while it was snowing.
1: <laughs> Who took your picture?
0: Uh, Naoki did oh that's too funny yeah it was fun
1: oh my god that's great
0: it was lots of fun
1: uh-huh. okay so, was that your new and good did we yeah, get? yeah
0: that was my new and good you big love uh, this snow. I, I don't love snow no. personally i don't know what you think about snow i about love it fingers? now
1: Nome has the most beautiful snow, it sparkles. There's something mm-hmm. about the light, but I went out with a friend of mine and we looked at the snow and the snow just seemed like sparkles coming down, tons and tons of sparkles. And we looked at each other cause she's also from California and moved to New York. So in Nome, from New York. And we looked at each other and said, does the snow sparkle in New York? And it definitely does not. So it is very special, the sparkly snow in Alaska. Mm-hmm.
0: You see it snowing outside now. So does it look different? Do you feel different in the snow?
1: Totally different. Totally different. This is a nice little fluffy snow. I don't mind mm-hmm. the snow, but it's not sparkly. And yeah. everything that's white in Alaska sparkles. Like, the, yeah, uh, the snow,
0: the snow is very soft, very powdery. It was fun. I liked, uh, I would run outside and just dive in it.
1: <laughs> go I'm going to get you a pair of snow pants and a pair of snow I boots. Well, I want I to go snowboarding. I a jacket that's waterproof. I want to go snowboarding. Oh, okay. You went I went one time. How long ago? How was I went that?
0: one time like a couple weeks ago. It was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not the most daredevil person. Uh, I go down the greens and have fun.
1: Sounds good. Who did you go down the greens with? I went,
0: yeah, I went with uh, Tyler and one of his friends and Phil. And it was a lot of fun. I went with some of my housemates. and I think snowboarding is a good thing. Kids get into it from such a young age, though. I, that, that's days. the kids that the kids that are really good. I don't know many people that get into it when they're older. Cause mm-hmm. I, f- I think when you are older you just realize maybe this is not the best idea. If you haven't been doing it your entire life, you're like,
1: why the fuck am I going down <laughs> I'm cold, this mountain? My knees hurt. My ankles hurt. Exactly. Fall. Exactly. <laughs> yes, you're so like, right. I have about that. better
0: things to do than to fly myself off the face of a mountain.
1: <laughs> you started snowboarding when you were young. You were always fairly careful, though. You weren't like a
0: yeah. crazy snowboarder. Yeah, I'm trying to learn how to snowboard properly, though, because when I used to snowboard, I would just go break on the way down and I wouldn't really snowboard. Because when you snowboard or ski, you know how people go side to side hmm. and I would just face down and just stop and stop and stop and stop.
1: <laughs> I remember that. So I'm trying you were to learn methodical how to about it. You always got to the bottom of the hill.
0: I did get to the bottom, but I'm trying to do the side to side and pick up more speed and stuff. And it's been fun. It's been lots of fun. That was uh-huh. good. Uh, that was a really good uh, job muting yourself for when you cough. You could cough.
1: It's okay. I, I don't know. I don't want to let the audience hear my cough necessarily because it's she, really loud. I she, have a she beautiful have, Blue Yeti mic and the sound is pretty good. She doesn't have COVID. I, d- even I definitely even though she have COVID. Everybody, everything you do, you feel like you have to explain that you don't have COVID. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so hard. hard.
0: You go to the grocery store. I mean, it's not hard. If you go to the grocery store and you feel like you have to cough, you feel terrible. Nowadays. Yeah.
1: Or if you have to sneeze or something. Oh my God. Yeah. Really, really bad. Although sneezing is not like one of the symptoms that I think about with COVID. So if somebody's yeah. sneezing, I'm thinking either they have a cold or an allergy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not quite so worried. Yeah. So on this snowy day, or while we're <laughs> filming
0: at this snowy day, uh, we got yeah. the Super Bowl. And Super Bowl means parties. And even though it's a pandemic year, you're probably getting together. You probably have gotten together with some uh, family and friends family or friends to watch the game
1: some of Probably us around. are and some of us aren't our family and friends have all bailed out because of the snow not mm-hmm. even because of the pandemic at the moment yeah but you have your
0: gathering and let's say you're vegan at the gathering and you know there's going to be gatherings in the future and i'm sure we might have talked about this before but most people have their ideas of what they want to bring and they don't want to make vegan options and that's okay not everybody's going to make a vegan option for you Uh, they might think about you well, but they're not going to make a vegan option for you. And that's okay. I don't take it personally, but that fucking Mm -hmm. sucks. Sorry. Yeah, it does suck. You can uh, scream about it. You can tell them, but I'm not that type of person. Uh, If my housemates listen to this episode, well, make me (laughs) vegan
1: food. (laughs) Yeah, I'm always bringing my own food.
0: (laughs) I never never need anyone to cook for me because I always have my own food. Exactly. So that's why I am making for this meal a vegan shepherd's pie mm Tell me about it. And it said on the thing, six to eight servings.
1: Hmm. Is so there anybody and you're willing to share that with, or are you going to eat that whole thing yourself? It's going to start in front of me. starting <laughs> in <Is that laughs> your definitely only option? Front of me.
0: <laughs> it is not my only option, but it is definitely starting in front of me. <laughs> but, I mean, it depends on if you're vegan and you like to cook some. I'm sure there are vegan people who don't like to cook. I don't really know many vegan people, uh, but the people I was talking to recently, actually, Uh, they don't have the time necessarily to cook. I'm in this fortunate situation that I'm able to cook all the time. You don't cook. I mean, now you can cook as much as you want. You're talking about me? Yeah. I can always cook. I mean, now you can though, because you're not doing anything for this month. You have the one month off one month on. But
1: I generally cooked anyway. I was really good at food prep and I am an extremely fast cook
0: that is true i'm an yeah. extremely slow cook so it's good that i have lots of time <laughs> you need a lot do what of i want time. to i do i do yeah but i mean i'm making this vegan shepherd pie there's tons of vegan options for you to make and i think gatherings are actually a great way to introduce people to vegan food uh that might not otherwise have the opportunity to so if you like to cook i mean make enough for yourself in case there are no other options but also you could just go crazy, make tons and share. And people will be like, oh shit, this is actually really fucking good. I love sharing food. It's like mm-hmm. the greatest thing. Yeah. Nothing is better than getting a compliment on your food. And it doesn't matter who you are
1: cooking. So true. So true.
0: People say it smells good. It tastes good. Yeah. You get that endorphin rush.
1: Is it endorphins? <laughs> That's like love. Yeah. The ultimate sign of love. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: You know, it's your mom when the food isn't even that good and she says it's great.
1: (laughs) That's true. But people tend to be very uh discerning when it comes to vegan food meaning that they're always ready to say nah i don't want it or oh that doesn't you know taste so good or whatever i think that Mm -hmm. that it's so a lot of people have very not good tasting non-vegan food and it's not it's not as if anyone talks about that particular dish but a lot of people will talk about like that one vegan dish that they tried that wasn't good and they decided they didn't like vegan food i was like you don't like french fries like what do you talking exactly (laughs) exactly so we people are very harsh when it comes to vegan food i think they feel bad to begin with Probably because they feel judged in some way, and then they're really critical of vegan food. Mm-hmm.
0: So, also be prepared if that does happen and people are critical. Be like, "Fuck you! This is my food. I'm eating it. Your food tasted like <laughs> shit, anyways." And <laughs> it's just some dead
1: animal muscle.
0: Yeah, actually, tell them that, and they'll feel a lot worse. Have fun eating <laughs> your dead animal muscle.
1: Yeah, enjoy. You know what?
0: You know what? Other kill. You know what else are animals? What? people so you're basically eating the equivalent of a dead person's yeah. muscle you know yeah wow that was that was graphic <laughs> <laughs> You're eating the there bone a
1: story about they were they were suing mcdonald's because the chicken nuggets had some chicken brain in it or something and they were freaking out i was like what's the difference between a chicken brain and a chicken muscle and a chicken it's all perception it's so funny like you out about that
0: <laughs> besides the fact i mean don't pe- i guess they didn't know how chicken nuggets were made i mean i mean they don't people talking like that have no idea where the food comes from i mean there's also beaks claws and the feathers in your chicken nuggets as well but you know those just split the the mind of that person for for people who do not know how how chicken nuggets are made i'm pretty sure there's videos on it but basically you have this nice chicken chicken lays an egg the egg doesn't get eaten the egg gets fertilized and shit Turns out it's a male chicken. Oh, fuck. It can't lay eggs. What are we going to do with the male chicken? Let's
1: sacrifice him for a nugget.
0: Exactly. And they take the chicks who are alive and pull them, put them on the conveyor
1: belt. Ooh. And
0: they become, the chicken. Out of
1: them. they become chicken nuggets. <laughs> God. And I think we talked about this before, but little baby chicks are very sentient. Like they come out walking and doing what little baby chicks do. And people mm-hmm. think they're cute, right? Don't we like little furry chicks? So yeah, chicks the disconnect cute. is so tremendous. Chicks are cute. Yeah. Chicks are cute. So you bring them and hatch them in, in, in kindergarten classes.
0: Yeah. Uh, guys who are listening to this, I know the listenership is primarily women, but be lucky you are not born a male farm animal.
1: Oh, oh my God! Because male farm animals are just killed. Your Female lifespan. farm animals are enslaved, but male yep. farm animals are killed. Yeah, it's yeah. really bad. You so, are lucky. Uh, <laughs> you are lucky. Now, <laughs> yeah, and they're we, got, we to, got pretty dark here, Adam. We it's are dark. A little laugh, a little laugh in our voice, but we we got mm-hmm. pretty dark.
0: Oh uh, no, I'm serious with a smile. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Does that make it, feels like it feels like a serial killer type of thing, though, to say.
1: <laughs> serial
0: killers in like movies, they're all like serious, but then they got like a smile.
1: Yes, it's like a Joker. <laughs> Why so serious? <laughs> I never saw the Joker. Or uh, Joker. It,
0: was, it was from the Black Knight. Have you ever uh, seen the Black? You've never seen the Black Dark Knight? Dark Knight, not Black Knight. I haven't Knight, seen Dark, the Dark Knight. Knight. No, oh, that's amazing. Mm. Probably one of my favorite movies. Interesting. What do you consider your favorite movies? I know we.
1: I, I no, really them, love but... inspirational sport movies, so I definitely like Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. I like Drumline. I like those kind of movies. I like A Walk to Remember. Very shabby Redemption. Movies. Yeah. So not
0: all sport inspirational movies. No, I guess not. Just all sport inspirational
1: movies. movies. Is the Something Shawshank Redemption inspirational? Is the Shawshank Redemption considered inspirational? I think. There's I guess an so. Inspirational yeah. ending where. Good does win out over evil, and not mm-hmm. that he was perfect, he wasn't perfect, but he clearly didn't commit that crime. That yeah. was a pretty amazing movie. Uh, no, and friendship I'm... prevails. Mm hmm. a <laughs> Watanayo, gotta go there.
0: I That's wonder if they have in Mexico. I, I wonder if they have like a sign there that mm. says, This is where Red and Andy lived, came to because in, 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 um, uh, in Tucson, Arizona, or no. Tacoma. They, um, wherever it was in the song, there's a girl in a flatbed Ford and it's a tourist <laughs>
1: attraction. You're talking about the Eagle song. <laughs> yeah, the Eagle song. Uh-huh. There's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed yeah. Ford. That one. Oh my God, what a great song. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, I can't remember what city that was. It wasn't Tacoma because they went from Phoenix all the way to Tacoma.
1: Went from Phoenix, Arizona all the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, Atlanta. Oh what?
0: La Atlanta. Oh, LA. And then Winslow, Winslow, Arizona, Arizona. Oh, no. <laughs> I was right; it was Arizona. Um, I'm uh, making this shit up as I go along. Standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Such um a fine uh, sight to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they oh they have.
1: My lord.
0: They they have like a what well, I I know somebody that went there one time, and they literally have someone in a flatbed Ford. <laughs> Just standing there and be able to take pictures. Center. We need to
1: go there. We need to go. <laughs> Next time we go to Vegas. Yes. Oh, my God. We're all huge poker players. And I think Vegas has the only card rooms that are open with the COVID. I'm sure bags. AC is AC. open. AC has no poker rooms open. I thought they did. Huh. Yeah.
0: Really wild. I want to go back to the Grand Canyon because I didn't fully appreciate it. You just thought it was a big really? hole. You're like, exactly. why am I looking
1: at this big hole?
0: The big hole in the ground it's a big deal
1: what's so big about this it's like it's a really fucking big hole
0: yeah the big hole exactly it's a big hole in the ground i could see a hole in the ground like somewhere else i could look at my bathtub that's a hole you have a big low a big loo. a big hole
1: <laughs> a big hole you have a big not hole quite as big
0: the as the grand, grand canyon but no no that was so, pretty awesome that's for sure it's a big hole <laughs> now i'm gonna say it's a pretty big hole
1: yeah <laughs>
0: pretty big hole not pretty big hole it's just (laughs) a large hole big hole (laughs) exactly (laughs) but i don't know where like winslow arizona is in connection to las vegas or where the grand canyon is somewhere yeah (laughs) exactly but what else when else are we going to be near arizona because people do the vegas grand canyon trip and the grand canyon's in arizona right right right. that's true that might be the one way we get there again unless you do like a cross-country trip i know (laughs) lily was talking about that
1: yeah, she's gonna do it with her friends, but maybe we could do it like in an airstream with the family. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd
0: now be really that we got cool. drivers, you guys wouldn't have to drive the entire time. So true. Four drivers in our family—that's pretty mm-hmm. good. And then we find a fifth. Oh, you know what I was thinking? Cheryl could have been, but it's bad. Our friend. Mm. Um. Uh. We need to find a fifth for family feud. Oh, we definitely need. We've to always talked to about that. Feud. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll figure that out. We should. We should. Family yeah. Feud is was one of was our favorite show to
1: watch. One I think of that them. was your homeschooling lesson. You no, that, was, Yeah, that was pop culture. Cool. That was almost That was social studies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're <laughs> studying society. Social event. <laughs> oh my god! When we were homeschooling, they would watch Family Feud every night. What else did you guys watch? You watched Will Price is Horsley. right. And Price is Right. So you learned about economics, you yeah. learned about spelling and letters during Wheel of Fortune, and you learned about how crazy people are in Family Feud. We also learned that adults go crazy for money
0: <laughs> or just prizes. and jo- pe- Adults are more like kids or, or exactly the same as kids. They right. just have different interests.
1: Right. And There's- they forget
0: how to have fun. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, exactly. The kids go for the Legos. The adults go for the uh, new yacht that they can't put in new york city <laughs> bro imagine if i was on the prices right they probably have like a sign that says go crazy uh-huh. They're like and your brand new sailing yet I'm like, wow, what the fuck what? Am I gonna, where the fuck am i gonna put this won't fit in the parking spot exactly like
1: you what am i just, park that like what am i gonna do drive it out it's <laughs> so funny they probably end up selling some of that stuff if they don't have the ability to bring it yeah. with them yeah do you have to pay taxes twice then? I'm not the tax guy, but like, do you have to pay a tax when you get it and then a tax when you sell it? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, or, I think it was, it was found to income in a way. So that's probably where you pay the tax, but I'm not sure about the selling.
0: Yeah. I guess, I guess it's the same as if, if you're talking about purely as an acid wise, right. it wouldn't be any change. Right. Right. So exactly. I guess it would be the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's but true. you do pay taxes when you buy a house and when you
1: sell a house, right? I, I don't know. Fuck taxes. The government <laughs> taking my money. I I don't mind taxes as long as I felt like I was getting something really good for it. Like oh no, yeah, I agree would with get you. health insurance that everybody would get a citizen dividend that everybody would get good roads and and better infrastructure, good schools. I I would be yeah. fine with that. I really would pay a lot. I, mm-hmm. I already pay a lot. You do over fifty percent. Yeah pay over 50%? What mm-hmm. the heck? Mm-hmm. That's
0: a lot. Well, I mean, it's tax bracketed. I don't think it's uh-huh. over 50% uh-huh. when you look at the, bra- I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. You maybe pay 50% of like a certain amount. I don't know. Right. But
1: you're probably true. Probably uh,
0: probably. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Uh, we made it a while. Actually, there's one other thing I wanted to say. We're almost okay. done. Uh, I'm starting my new business. Uh, today. I have my first session with a uh, client mm-hmm. and it's emotions coaching for men. And I'm really excited about it. And it's based on a lot of the stuff, a lot of theory we kind of talk about here, but I would talk more about it with people. And I'm looking for clients to work with. If anybody knows anybody, please be in touch with me. Mm. Uh, I'm going to look into, oh, sorry about that. Uh, making a website uh, soon for that type of thing. But I also want to find maybe 10, 10 clients who I would just work with and try to perfect what I'm doing and try to see what's going on. And, and just work on getting better at this myself and helping people. And I work with 10 people for like a few months or a little while. And if you know anybody or are interested in yourself, this is emotions coaching. It could be for men. It could be for women. I mean, right now I'm in this, it, it's, I'm thinking it's for men, but if you know any woman who also would need that type of thing, it might be harder to work with a guy. And I can completely understand that. Well, but, Why do
1: you think men need emotions coaching? I think men need
0: emotions. We'll talk about this next time too. I think I uh, have a full dedicated thing to this. Uh, I don't know if I could talk about this for 40 minutes, actually, but we'll see. I mean, if I'm running a business, hopefully I can. So I'll put work into this for next week. Uh, but men don't really have a space to share their emotions unless it's anger, which is the accepted emotion to put out. I also think a lot of men react, uh, let their anger because that is the acceptable emotion get the best of them and see it. And I think that there are better ways to respond for situations. I think, uh, men lose their way, uh, and I don't think there's a place for them to really work on their emotions. So that's why I'm doing this. And if you know somebody, if you know a woman who, who also would be interested in emotion coaching, I can try working with a woman and see how that uh, uh, as well and see how that goes and, and work on that. And so that is my little announcement. For that's
1: awesome. Right I love now. that idea. Cause I don't see very many young adult men that are actually coaching other young adult men. Like you, you're yeah. somehow supposed to take care of all of it yourself. And everyone tells you it's the best time of your life. And then you're drinking a lot and doing whatever a lot and, and really like, you know, buffering all their emotions and masking mm-hmm. things. So I love that idea. Know, yeah, a Brilliant idea. A
0: 40 hour work with to party and stand on a wall and not talk to anybody for two days is Not the way I want to spend my life and not the way I think people should spend their life. So, again, if you're interested, let me know. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, you should please like, subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, which would be awesome. And uh, And share it. And Share share, share it as well with friends and family and anybody who comes to mind, post about it uh create a reddit page for me that'd be awesome maybe i should create okay, my own reddit so page great. i mean where cool. do
1: you hear sons and mothers talking like this yeah this is kind of real this is yeah. what, what what it could be we this want is. this for you we want this for everybody yeah
0: uh, and if you know anybody email me at reluctant oh my god i feel terrible i feel so unprofessional i think you burping i know it's a
1: problem <laughs> i Stop know
0: it. Yeah, I'll probably leave it in anyways. (laughs) Uh, Email me at reluctantvegansun at gmail.com. And follow me on Instagram, please, at reluctantvegansun, where I post lots of vegan foods and some meditation. And just I'm going to try to take more stories and reels about shit that's going on. And yeah, anything you want to add?
1: Yeah, I think that's it. This is a really great episode. I'm very excited. Yep. Bye, everybody. We love you guys. I love you. Bye, everybody.